0: everybody, it's time to LOL! Listen out loud, that is! It's time for Anime Jam Session, with DJ Ron S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 509. We are a podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Maes.
1: I'm Ari Rockefeller.
0: I'm Mako-chan.
1: And I'm Ichigo Gami.
0: And how is everybody doing tonight?
1: Well, it feels good to be back, that's for sure.
0: Well, that's good. Glad glad that you are back.
2: It's good to have you back, Ari.
1: Yeah, it sucked being away. And I'll get into part of why I was away later on, too. (laughs) Fair
0: enough, fair enough.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We have in the chat, feels good to be a gangster.
0: (laughs) Oh, I know that song all too well. Doing
2: all right. Celebrated a birthday and had some fun with my chat today and did some fun things. So that was good.
3: Wait, when was your
2: birthday? Yesterday.
0: And I happy birthday. (laughs) I don't announce it. I don't
2: don't spread it high and wide or anything like that. So don't be surprised if you didn't know. It's all good. So, I could. I might have broken Ronma. Sorry, guys.
0: No. (laughs) No, 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 it's more like, did isn't it listed on Facebook?
2: No.
1: Yeah, you can choose not to put your birth date on there if you want, or choose to leave it hidden oh, the from same uh, birthday people. As
2: Kevin Smith. That's awesome. I didn't even know that. That's really cool.
1: I didn't
0: think you could do that.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I hide it pretty much
0: everywhere.
1: The more you know.
0: No, 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 <laughs> Gia, <no>. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I need to have that as a back, as a video to play or something like that, as a clip.
2: <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's just, you know, it's one of those things that, like, I don't really celebrate it big, so I never really expect anybody else to, so it's all good.
0: Yeah, cause what, yeah, can, nah, my birthday was yesterday. Because when you said a birthday song to I me, mean, I'm sitting here like, is there a birthday coming up? <laughs> uh, that, that was my first thought, and now you're telling me it passed.
2: Yeah, it happened already. That's okay. That's okay. We can move on. Mako, how are you doing? How's, how's your day going? How have you been doing? I am
0: so freaking tired.
2: Yeah, I feel that. We all are. <laughs> mood.
0: Mood. I'm not as tired, but I'm sore, and I'll explain later during our weekend day. Whew. Anywho, let, let's get down to the nitty-gritty for tonight. We, uh, we are live tonight, week of August 3rd, 2021, right here on Twitch TV, and for some of those who are in the know, it's now uh, pre-Halloween pre season, so keep your pumpkin spice away from me.
2: It's always Halloween.
0: For you! <laughs> and the person below you! Hi. Mm-hmm.
1: When you see people putting in back-to-school stuff in July, barely after Independence Day, but, that, but might...
0: But Ari, that's nothing new. Remember, I worked at Staples for four and a half years. That was nothing new.
1: I was so gonna you say to what about the all the It's people... the most wonderful time of the year commercial too. Yeah,
2: yeah, I was gonna say, what about all the people that keep up their Christmas trees all year round? It's basically that. I much so act- chrome cord though.
0: I actually knew somebody who had a room dedicated to Christmas, wrapped gifts and everything all year round. Yish. Yeah. It it, it it was something interesting to say the least.
1: What are they, what do you call a person like that? A slayaboo?
0: No, you call that person... You call that person... They have issues. I mean, personally... I, I If it was up to me... If I had a perfect spot, I would leave my Christmas lights up all year round. I really would. Because... I leave my Christmas and, lights up. Yeah, because... Sometimes...
1: I did too, until they uh, burned out and only half of them light up around, over the window.
0: I mean, nowadays, you know... I have RGB, so I'll just put up a Christmas theme and let that shit run, so you know. <laughs> but, um, we are here live Tuesdays from 9.30 to 11 Eastern Daylight Time here on Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. We are part of the Voice of Geeks Network. Uh, you can find them at Twitch TV slash VOG Network. And we have a Discord. You can find, you can hang out with us there at um, Vognetwork.com slash Discord. Every show has their own channel. So come by, hang out, have a good time. And this is probably like the last weeks before we close up the pool. Um, and as Washu Otaku says, need a stream deck with Mimi sounds on standby. That is a great idea, but I cannot justify the cost of a stream deck. I think they're overpriced, but that's just me. Now I have
2: I've... one, Ranma. I have a vo- voice mod allows you to do that without the stream deck.
0: Yeah, but we all know what happened the last time I used voice mod.
2: Oh yeah, the last time. Maybe I can. Maybe I can be the meme person. I will be your meme god. I am your meme god now. Look at me.
0: See, <laughs> but the thing is, I I would I would probably want like little video clips to pop up like that as uh, well. You know. Yeah, yeah,
2: that yeah. would be yeah the whole macro thing. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep.
0: But the thing is, there's another. I've seen a device out there that's much better than Stream Deck. It's called. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, it's called the Loop Deck. It's basically a Stream Deck. With four, I think, four analog controls for volume control or this or that. And 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 you can have, like, like, it has all the buttons there. And you can have, like, six pages of it. And you can use it for stuff outside of streaming, you know. Like, if you do video editing for, like, you need to, like, get that precision of where you do your cuts and edits. And now they have a more advanced one that has, like, media controls on it they're i they're like 50 to 100 dollars more than than stream decks but i think those are actually worth its weight i just don't need something that that huge something small few buttons perfect you know i mean and i still have that nexus 7 tablet which i could put something together i just have to actually remember to actually get off my arse and do something about it so you know Anywho, enough of the some of that jibber jabber. Let's talk about everybody's week and day. Ari, how was your week? How was your day?
1: Oh, I was. Uh, I had an adventure the uh, past four weeks as I was out. Yeah. Um, you remember a couple weeks ago when I had made a mention about coming in? I was being exhausted and uh, dehydrated. Yeah. Yeah, that's because that's pretty much what happened. I got put on a new regimen of diuretics from my doctor. Unfortunately, he got ones that were insanely strong and they and, uh, they worked a little too well because I started waking up with cramps in the, in the middle of the night in the backs of my legs. At one point, I hmm. felt like someone just tore a big chunk of a ligaments out of my one knee. So I had to go back to him and get those adjusted. And I've been dealing with the aftermath of that ever since. You know, with the... Like, in the first week after that, it was pretty much just bananas and Gatorade.
0: I actually stopped buying bananas about a month ago. It was starting to get to the point where I would get the ones that aren't ripe enough, because I still had extras, and when they started getting ripe enough, by the time I finished a the bunch, they were overripe, and like, I can't eat these.
1: hmm I know that feeling. Yeah, And, uh, let's... And besides that, it's just been, uh, you know, work stuff. that, I finally did get my uh, retro pay this week and my check. That's good. It wasn't nearly as much as I thought it was going to be. Then again, I was probably just being naively optimistic. But I was able to deal some heavy blows to my uh, consolidation, my car payment, and uh, what else? Um, Just taking care of a few other miscellaneous things.
0: Gotcha, and when you talk about like that um, consolidation thing, I, I got I I I'm on this one site I think Credit Karma. It kind of tracks and monitors and tells me. Oh <S. S. S>. <and S>. <I'm> cre- <I'm> yeah, I'm on that too. Yeah, and, and I get emails from them like you know you can knock out your consolidated loan with this, and I'm looking at it like the current one. I know it's a little pricey, but I'm about a year and a half from finishing it. This one is like slightly lower that pays off the rest, but it's like an additional three years. I'm like, I'll take my lumps. Uh, uh I don't think, I think that's just, that's just like a chain. You know, you get another consolidated loan to pay off the existing one. The new one takes you three years and then you get another deal because your credit score is much higher. No, that's okay.
1: Yeah. I'm just not going through any of that because I'm, I like the pace I'm on right now.
0: Exactly. And, uh,
1: like my car payments are down, like, down about like one third of what they originally are.
0: Well, that's good.
1: And they're just like, (laughs) because they get to miss all that extra interest.
0: Nice. That is nice. Mm -hmm.
1: And, uh, over this past weekend, I was watching some streams on a Twitch. I watched, uh, Matthew read some of Hulk Hogan's autobiography and, uh,
0: is it called brother, 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 brother?
1: I forget what it's called, but he he was pretty much calling out points that are just, like, complete exaggerations and whatnot.
0: I mean, you gotta, and then when he, you gotta throw shit in there to make it sell.
1: And then he, like, after he ended, he uh, he launched the raid over to a little Karibo playing Trials and Tribulations.
0: Okay, that's One sounds. of the Phoenix Wright games. Okay. And
1: fun all around.
0: Good, good. Mako-chan, how was your week? How was your day? Um, not horrible. Uh, this
3: weekend, I went to my mother's.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, she decided that she was going to buy me food and help me make it.
0: That's so a, cool, that's I a good mom. All right of there. Sunday cooking. <laughs> so is it, so so so, so, what, so. I guess it's called uh, two guineas in the kitchen.
3: Yeah, pretty much. Um, she decided because she has a recipe book for uh, the InstaPot, so we oh, were. Oh, she's one of, ma- she's
0: a pothead now.
3: Yes, she's a pothead now. Um, so we were basically making a lot of InstaPot meals because um, I'd mentioned that I was kind of getting tired of what I was making myself for my lunches. So uh, she made a bunch of crap um, mm-hmm. and actually went and bought the non-sodium salt for me so that, you know, we could make food while we were there. That would be okay with my new and improved,
0: you know, dietary needs. And on a side note that the non-sodium salt, do not put that on your food separately. You, you will regret it.
3: No, I, I do. Um, I actually grew up using it because I lived with my grandmother. So it's, It's just like the fake sugar. You don't have to use as much to give it that flavoring. Um, So, but I I haven't used it mostly. I've just been seasoning my food when I'm cooking anyway.
0: Yeah, it's like, like when I'm working with my Instant Pot, I don't put any salt. I use other seasonings, and that's it, the non-sodium I use. I mean, like, if I'm seasoning food to throw into the air fryer over here, I don't put any salt, I'll put like, onion powder, everything else, and throw it in there. I'm like, I don't need the salt. The only exception is, like, when I get, like, those rubs, because I know there's salt in it, so I'm just like, well, I'll just deal with it and just double up on the rice.
3: Yeah, so, I mean, that's that's basically it. Um, I had work. I made lots of food and now I'm just trying
0: to, uh, stay awake. (laughs) Sounds about right. And Washi Otaku says, how do you get your iodine? Well, you see there, there is this rock that sits outside. Let me stop. Um, there is still
3: plenty of, yes, like other people's eyes. Um, there is still plenty of salt and sodium in foods. Mm-hmm. Um, and
1: your favorite anime fan base. Yes.
3: <laughs> so I, it, it's mainly that I have to s- try and stick to the recommended daily amount of salt instead of over-salting things. Um, so I am watching because... Um, Things that you would think are actually kind of healthy are really not Mm -hmm. um, when you actually look at those numbers. Um, Anything packaged, even your fresh veggies, if they happen to be packaged fresh veggies, um, if you look at the back of the label, it actually has sodium in it because it is treated with sodium to keep it fresher longer. Um, So, yeah, uh, depending on your bread will depend on your sodium level. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's a give and take kind of thing. Um, yeah, trust me, I'm, I'm definitely getting enough iodine, especially since, you know, I still eat fish. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of iodine in fish because, you know, pollutants.
0: (laughs) And uh, two things. One, a quote from Scott Poon versus the world Bread makes you fat. And number two, bread makes you fat. (laughs) (laughs) Well, white bread. I switched to honey wheat, but, um, Ari and in, re- reg- yeah. in regards to what you said about anime fandoms being salty right now the my hero academia fandom is full of salt so
1: in other words it's tuesday in the my hero academia fandom
0: no yes,
2: it's another tuesday
0: actually no it's not another tuesday it's 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 like a special holiday i'll tell y'all off off off, off air so
2: uh yeah uh talking about food like that washiwataku uh i mean nowadays if you think about it if you're living in a society where you're in a city or you're living in and around a city and you're eating a pretty stable diet of foods you're gonna get enough iodine you're gonna get enough calcium you're gonna get enough fluoride it's just the balance of taking all that stuff in and all those things because they now we have a lot of those foods that are enriched with vitamins and minerals and stuff like that mind obviously yes there are some foods that are catering to being healthy and are not healthy but at the same time we're not as as open to getting goiters and losing lymph nodes and things like that as we used to be um as long as you're like making sure you're having regular garlic and vitamin c you're not going to get scurvy so you're you're good we appreciate you for warning about uh, worrying about our mako chan but we we I, i mean we know how much salt. Reading all the anime fans in the world for filth, mm-hmm. she has. So, <laughs> yeah,
3: I was, I was actually, um, before I actually went to the doctor, and they're like, uh, you know, dude, you need to cut it out. Um, I was actually, I had been eating salads for lunch for probably a good month before that. Um, and then I got home and I looked at the sodium amount in the dressing I was using. And holy shit, does dressing have a lot of sodium?
0: It's like getting it's like getting um fat-free ice cream with hot fudge on top.
3: Um, yes and no, uh, because you know fat-free ice cream doesn't necessarily mean that that's good for you either. Uh, but I mean, it's always been that, you know, you, you look at McDonald's dressings and McDonald's salads and you're like, you know, oh, this salad is just as bad as, you know, one of their burgers, which is true. And most of that is because of the chicken that's used and because of the dressing. Um, but even the low fat dressings and things like that, it has a shit ton of sodium. So now I get to enjoy the, uh, chance to make my own dressings so that I can control what the hell is in them. And uh, I, I feel that I'm going to have a lot of difficulty with this, uh, just because I, I
0: tend to like very specific dressings. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. That, or you have no dressing and you are on the rabbit diet.
3: Um, I actually don't mind no dressing, depending on what's in with the salad. Um... I actually if I do tuna on my salad I don't use dressing and the tuna is, you know, decent enough with everything else that goes with it. Um, but yeah, it's it's just a matter of I'm going to, you know, I have to start making my own food because, you know, I can't I mm-hmm. can't take a frozen meal cuz that has, you know, like 50% of my daily sodium for the day. Um well, so a
1: week, honestly
3: well, yeah, I mean, if, if you actually follow that crap. Um, so it's, I, I have been forced to start meal prepping to make sure that, you know, I know what the hell is going in my food.
0: And True. so far, so good. Ugh, Fair, enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. I totally get that. Ichigo, how was your week? How was your day? Uh, it's
2: going okay. Uh, I, I went around this... Rotation of the sun uh, for yet another 365 or so days. Uh, I am alive still. Yay. Um, (laughs) uh, I made a cake this past weekend that I haven't had a chance to make in a while, which was a gluten-free vanilla and orange cake with a orange triple sec, simple syrup glaze with a tart, uh, whipped cream icing, and it was delicious, um, and marmalade on top, so it was good,
0: and That sounds then, amazing.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, very much. I still have so much of it in my freezer.
0: <laughs> well, and you I know, you know, you know the address of the, of the, of the New Jersey studios, so... I know.
2: Just shoot that over to you guys. If it would stay, if it could stay, I would
1: do it for you. I,
0: I, um, if, maybe, the, it, maybe if you uh, have
1: like a food sealing system, that might work.
2: Oh, like like a vacuum seal bag system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys might just have to live on the pictures for now. But I will definitely make it again. Like, do not, do not doubt, it. do not despair, friends.
0: It is my, and, my and, favorite. And thing. right now, I'm picturing Ichigo wearing uh combat boots. Um, the com uh. uh the, uh, the cargo pants, a chef's jacket with a bandolier and a baker's hat as she's making this cake.
1: <laughs> bandolier spices.
2: Bandolier spices, yes.
0: Spices um, and yeah, syrups and, and a couple uh, of um utilities.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, it's just been kind of a chill weekend. I've been working a lot and uh, I live at work, so... <laughs> And, uh, been working on some projects for an upcoming trip. We're going to be heading to a garden. So I'm thinking about making a few things. That's good. Um, so yeah, that's kind of been what I've been working on and melanging throughout my brain.
0: Oh, that's good. Um, so my weekend day has been same well, I started on a few new animes, um, I finally went and got my uh, test results back from my physical a couple of weeks ago, and as you all know, I pretty much talk about it because health is always a good thing. So, my cholesterol is slightly high, so they've given me medication for that. Uh, My liver enzymes are slightly high, so I'm having a sonogram done for that tomorrow. They think that the liver enzymes is why my cholesterol is slightly high, so we'll find that out soon enough. Um, I, that's basically been it. Oh, I had to get a hepatitis B shot and I, and I was pretty much running around, you know, trying to get that done. Cause they're telling me come in Monday. So I go in Monday, then they go, cause I also had to drop off like a sample and, um, they go, well, we're sending like a prescription for you to get it done at Rite Aid. Hop on the bus, go over to Rite Aid. And explain to them, I'm here for a vaccine. Come to find out, in the state of New York, you cannot get a hepatitis V vaccination shot in drugstores. So I call the office. They're like, "See if you can get get the vaccine, and we'll bring it and and we'll administer it at our office." Couldn't do that. Hop on the bus, go back, and get and and get the shot. So, and and there we have it. So.
1: You know. Like they wanted you to bring the actual physical vial of the vaccine.
0: Yes, actually, that's what they wanted me to do. And since uh, Washi Otaku has redeemed no cursing, I cannot curse for five minutes. So let's put five minutes on the clock. There we go. So, um, let's see that I, and because of all of that, and something I've been meaning to do. I started up a gym membership. So, there is a retro fitness basically like three blocks from the house. So, I went today as my first day. I was planning to go yesterday, but I realized after I got everything together, I needed a lock for the locker. So, I'm like, oh, it's in this drawer. It's in this drawer. It's
1: a combination.
0: One, two, three, four, five.
1: Okay, dark helmet. (laughs)
2: <laughs> this is an IT guy, and his lock password is one,
0: two, three,
1: four, five. That's the kind of password an idiot would have on its luggage.
0: Hey, that's a combination of my luggage. <laughs> <sighs> it's all good, to DeBerry. It's all good, bro. But, um, I realize that lock I no longer have, or it's somewhere in one of these drawers. I ordered another one, so I used that today, so... And instead of doing like my normal routine, I figured let me start out sl- something simple. I figure twenty minutes on elliptical and ten minutes on the bike. And I did not realize how painful twenty minutes on elliptical is when your when your earbuds die. Yeah, Damn. just like I'm just like. Because I actually have a separate set of sport head earbuds that I use because I'm not taking these other pair here and working out in the gym. I mean, I've seen people work out with the with their big heads. I just can't do it because I'm a sport fearing. Would destroy those. Things. Yeah, it might get, it might fall off or something like that. So you know, and I understand if you spend X amount of money for it, you're going to get you want to get like top. You want to get the max out of it, which I get, but not in this case. I'd rather keep my nice $300 headset as casually wearing around and just invest in a pair of 10 or $15 he- uh, earbuds for everything else. So
1: Raycons, man. Raycons—it's what, sh- what all the sports shit posters are hawking.
0: I know. But I come to find out Raycons are rebranded Chinese uh, Bluetooth headphones. So if the Raycons will run you 80 bucks, the Chinese brand will probably run you about and if you put in the model of the Raycons, there will be somebody who will have it on their website with what the equivalent model is, so, you know, and and, and I get people want good quality stuff, there are good brands out there to look into, you know, like Vmoda, Bose, Sony, you know, to be perfectly honest, those little the ones that LG advertises that sits around your neck with the with the straps, you can those are those are rebranded knockoffs you can find for like $15, 20 bucks. So you know, it's it is what it is. So, and that basically has been my week and day. And yes, I will be going back tomorrow because at Retro Fitness you get a free fitness evaluation, so they can kind of put you on like a proper way to like lose weight and tone so i'm all for it so i will i i'm probably after the assessment i'll probably do my one hour workout then so you know it is what it is and as cdmary says i like aeropex a bit expensive but they're but they are high quality and last all day you know it's and it's funny that you mentioned that because when i first saw vmota and what they were pricing themselves at, i'm like I would not buy these I would never they're asking too much money for headphones that I can get good quality out of JVCs just don't buy skull candies those are trash so <laughs> anywho well we're past uh, the five minute time limit so I can go back and run my fucking mouth so the only reason why I, I back I stand by Vmotas is when I worked at Microsoft we had a corporate discount with them so basically it was like 90 percent off so a $250 headset was like $50 or something like that so and they were absolutely amazing these are the original ones the v2 ones I actually have over there hanging up that I travel out with so you know anywho enough about that let's get into some housekeeping here um Let's see. Here we go. Don't forget, all of our episodes are on YouTube. They go live on YouTube Thursdays at 12 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Um, these are all the episodes going back to the beginning of January of this year. So, you want to check out an older episode that's not available on on uh, Twitch, you can head on over there. Uh, YouTube.com slash Anime Jam Session. And look for the Podcast VODs uh, playlist. And don't forget to support the VOG Shop. vognetworkcom shop. Um, I still have to ping Bobby about getting stuff up in there, because I, I think we need a t-shirt and a mug, so, you know, and, no, sorry, Ichigo, I haven't made one for the shop yet, so, but, um, I, I did make, I did make one that you'll be, that you'll like, so, you know, I'll, I'll premiere that one later, so, uh, let's see, what else do we have here, um, don't forget, uh, next Sunday is Jessica Calvello's Hot Tub Birthday Charity Stream. It is in support of the Anxiety and Depression Association of America. It is going. It starts at 3 and it ends at 9 p.m. Central Daylight Time, which means it starts here at 5 and ends at 11. Uh, head on over to twitch.tv slash Jessica Um, It'll be a lot of games. It'll be a lot of fun. And it's all good in the hood. And we will be um, hosting that stream instead of our normal programming. So, for us, it's kind, of, it's kind of important. So, you know. And if you notice long enough, you'll understand why. And I think that's it for housekeeping. Okay, now we're on to uh, Geek Roundtable. This is the part of the show where we're talking about the geekier side of our week or... Stuff that we want to we want to share. So, what's up with you, uh, Ari? Well,
1: oh, I've been wanting to, to uh, show this. i waiting to show this off. You know, most of the day, but mm-hmm. check out what I got done today.
0: Oh, nice! Nice.
1: They are uh, they're forget-me-nots. More in the heraldic heraldic style, not a uh, you know, live ones. But these mm-hmm. are still colors that uh appear in nature.
0: Okay, that's really cool.
1: Uh-huh. It, it ended up being a 250 all together, you know, 200 for the tattoos and I tipped the the guy uh, 50 bucks.
0: So that's the studio that you went to.
1: Yeah, I'm like I'm like, yeah, wish me luck cuz I got a feeling this fucker's going to hurt. Mm. And it's not like I'm like like uh, what's the best way to put it? Uh, you know, I don't I don't like I, I like skive needles, you know, getting things like blood work done. Mm-hmm. and things like that, but uh, like like the further you got to the hand, the more it hurt. Like, and this fucker here, oh god, that was that was, like, so painful. It was, like, clenching up the and I was, like, sitting there, like like, most of the time, because I didn't want to like, scream out and whatnot.
0: No, I, I, I totally like, get co- that. Like,
1: compare, uh, like, compare the, uh, the, come on, show up prepared the uh, pen much less uh, you, know, you know much less worked on this hand than this hand. See, and uh, the sim- like what it means is you know back in the 30s when uh, when Germany had outlawed you know secret societies and clubs mm-hmm. and whatnot that weren't a uh, that weren't suitable for the state as it were uh, our ma- like masons would go around and just like Pass off like these little flowers to one another, or just like wear it on their on their lapels to uh, signal to others that yeah there's like hey, there's brethren around here no
0: uh, okay. and, uh, huh? no, I'm saying, oh, I get that
1: And after the war, it became a, a Masonic symbol that's also meant for uh you know remembering the people lost in the Holocaust, World War II at all, and just you know past like, you know, dead masons in general.
0: Got gotcha. and I was thinking about what you said about needles because you know I had when I got the shot. It's like when I went to get my physical. It's like I'm just kind of fearing the needle when they stick it in for the blood, you know, do the blood draw, and I'm just like, oh, I wasn't so bad.
1: You yeah, know, I got blood work earlier. I got blood work yeah. earlier this week as well, and oh boy, they took like three tubes that are about like yeah that long. Yep,
0: each. that's what they that's what they took for me. And when By I got, the
1: time, they got. Like, by the time they got done with me, like, my hearing was, like, severely muted, and every and all the colors around me were just, like, dulled and washed out. So you
0: really were tripping balls?
1: Not in a good way, though. Yeah.
0: I mean, when I got the HEP shot, it's, like, done. And I could tell they're pushing the plunger, and I'm like, there's more to the shot? You know? <laughs> okay, Marco Chow. What, what, I floor is yours what i have
3: some salt and pepper shakers oh! yeah i uh a couple weeks back i had seen um a meme on i think one of the 80s facebook groups and mm-hmm. And it was a salt and pepper shaker, um, and it was full color, and I really, really liked them, but the seller on Etsy, unfortunately, was no longer selling them. But another seller was selling these, and I'm like, do I get it? Do I not get it? I posted it on Facebook, and then I'm like, they're only 10 bucks. I'm just going to get it. <laughs> So, yes, so I have my salt and pepper shakers.
1: They say that you can't hear pictures, but just looking at that, I hear the friggin chorus from Push It. You too?
0: <laughs> you too?
1: Oh, good, I'm not the only one. No, you're one. not! <laughs> this time. The one skating rink we used to go to as kids, played that song constantly.
3: Is
0: a good song.
1: Yeah, but we thought it was psychological warfare. for a while, we just hated it.
0: <laughs> Look, when I was in band in elementary school, we had to, we played it. Okay.
1: <laughs> was it on recorders?
0: No. No. Clarinet, flute, trumpets, trombone, sax—the whole nine yards.
1: For some reason I can still picture it being cacophonous and off key in every way possible.
0: <laughs> well. That's really nice, Mako. But there's one thing you're missing. What? The Spinderella Lazy Susan. I could make one.
1: <laughs>
3: I I actually... Um, it's really horrible. Um, I have been thinking about, you know, how much crap I have and the fact that I have to move by the end of the year and, you know, having to downsize and the fact that I have the original Spice Girls turtles, and last then I'm like, I want to make a spice rack. I want to make a spice rack for my kitchen. Wherever the hell I move, I'm going to make a
1: spice rack. You're going to make a spice rack out of the dolls, aren't you?
0: Yeah. Is that what you really, really want? It's what I really, really want. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. The dolls will come to life and be like Kill
3: me. I, I actually have seen um, A Spice Girls Spice Rack what you On need? <laughs> Facebook before And it's basically the girls Posing like on A, a, a rack um, Like hanging off of it And crap like that And it's in somebody's kitchen And it's their spice rack And I, I thought that was genius And the fact that I have all five dolls Um Unless they're going to be, you know, a huge amount of money if I happen to sell them. I really just want to make a spice rack now.
0: What you need to do is get a Lazy Susan and put the salt and pepper shakers on it and just spin it and just take like a 10 second recording of that and just post it on Facebook and just say nothing. See how many people <laughs> get it. How many people? Hey,
2: JS's first TikTok content
0: probably. is just probably
2: pepper shaker spinning on a Lazy Susan. <laughs>
1: Da, 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 da.
0: Good God, I
1: can't get that out. That is- <laughs> well,
0: I, I I will say this. On the aspect of, like, Spice Girls, basically, Mako-chan would be Tired Spice and Ichigo would be Cantankerous Spice.
2: I'm not cantankerous. <laughs> I use that word on my husband all the
0: time. All right, fine, you're Chaotic Spice.
2: Yeah, there we go. Chaotic Spice is more like it. It's the ADHD Spice of the world!
3: Alright, Ichigo. I don't know that I would be tired Spice.
1: Bitchy Spice?
3: I would be fuck off Spice. Close enough.
0: (laughs) Close enough. (laughs) Alright, Ichigo. What cool projects have you been working on?
2: Well, wow, uh, so glad you asked. I'm excited. I'm getting ready to go do a gardens and do some photos and photography stuff, um, and also check out a beach or two. So I am working on making myself a Victorian bathing suit, which is very different from a traditional bathing suit. And uh, is it I also the one made that has myself... a metal
1: hoop skirt on it too.
2: No, no, no. It's it's basically a dress, but you swim in it. <laughs>
1: And that bloomers, sound basically safe at a all. dress
2: and bloomers that you swim in, um, and then also I'm going to be trying to make a uh, a stylized robe à la française, mm. which is a very fluffy, flowy dress to take pictures with the flower garden that we're going to be going to see. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, well,
0: no, mm, no cursing for me. I, I, try not to curse. <laughs> um, I
2: don't know. I mean, I so would. All totally right, just, let's let's put five uh, let's put five minutes game, on the clock. So, uh, so ten twenty three. Okay, I can do that.
1: I don't um, know. I, yeah. would, so, I would. totally rock one of the uh, old timey, uh, you know, swimsuits. Yeah, suits.
2: it's like the striped pa- pajama e kind of bathing suits. Yeah, that's exactly what I want. And so I have some only if I can get it.
1: On. Only if someone gets me a. Uh, banded straw hat to match.
2: Yeah, you have the little boater hat. That would be so cute! Okay, uh, Tom! Yeah, I, I, I
1: feel
0: like you? then
2: Who you should you be singing about? On, the, on the end of a gondola, Ari. Like, I just picture that for you. Like, singing yeah, my, covers uh, you, you swim them along in the canals of Venice. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, me
1: with, yeah, me with my Ray Romano plus Quaaludes voice.
2: Oh, I But, yeah, so I'm making up a bunch of those uh, kind of outfits just to wear and get photos in and have a lot of fun. Um, I've been doing a lot of commission work, mostly on the side of uh, alterations and stuff like that, so I've had a little bit more time to work on personal projects a little bit. That's good. Um, And so before I kind of uh, take on a little more work on the streamer end of things, I wanted to have some time to work on that. I am also bouncing back into cosplay and working on some costumes for next year um i found most of the supplies i needed partially from my stash partially from finding them mm-hmm. for hyperdimensional and neptunia so i'm also starting to work on that costume as well
0: that's good Woo! <laughs> and, and that's it and on a side note here, you can definitely tell the city, New York City is starting to open back up again. Because I'm getting emails for advanced screenings for movies. I'm just like, yeah, no. The movies I want to see are on HBO Max right now. So, I'm good. So, I've i been watching um, Dagashi Kashi. I've started back into watching Tokyo Revengers, which is really good. And I figured out how to get Crunchyroll to actually play my episodes when it doesn't want to. And last week... I got another figure in the mail of one of my lovely, lovely waifus. Winter Maid Rem.
1: Oh, she's adorable.
0: Yeah, she is totally ride or die, unlike her sister Ram, who's like, fuck all of you. I will beat every single one of you. I can't stand either one. That's basically Ram, okay? And also, um, the little Venus figurine I showed last week, I finally put one of them up on display. And I took out both the, my remaining Yohane figurines and put them on display. So I basically have a full idol shelf now, so. Now to figure out how to put the remaining ten figurines on display, knowing that I have, like, another three or four in the mail before, coming my way before the end of the year. All right, all right. Now we're gonna talk about we we got a, we got another hot take for y'all, and this oh boy, one, it's not as bad as last week's. I can I can promise you that, I can promise you that. But I'm gonna go into this, and I have a feeling Itchy is gonna start steaming because even she'll find this um offensive. Yes, yes, yes. So. It seems that like because everybody's doing conventions... because of the way things are, conventions are coming back. Okay, fine. That 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 that's okay. But um it seems that some people don't know how to run a friggin' convention. So there's been some problems and some chaos here. Now as you can see, this is a TikTok of of somebody at this convention called Annie Manga. Basically, if you've ever been to Otacon and been on the line for three pre reg, this is twice as long as the pre reg line with the weather hotter than it is in Baltimore.
1: Now, and this, yeah, the Inner Harbor is really hot in August.
0: Yes. Hot
2: and humid. This was like oh, yeah. Ar- Ontario, right? In
0: Ontario, California.
2: On- Ontario, California. Yes. So, this is in California.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: One you can see no social distancing
0: exactly Uh
2: and on top of that they apparently did not allow any attendees or people in line to have water Mm -hmm. and or food on them in line or as they were entering the convention center yep which is why you can see the trash is overflowing with recyclable bottles and things like that yes and on on a side
0: and on a side note otakon tells you don't do this they tell people every year and people do it but you know i remember one year that people actually showed up what bottles of water to hand out but look at this there is a waiting area for people who need to see an emt okay and they literally because- cut uh. they literally cut and stapled some, uh the seats together it's absolutely ridiculous
2: and the reason they did that was because they had people fainting from mm-hmm. heat exhaustion while waiting in their pre-reg line or in their line for registration. Yep,
0: yeah, and, and and basically, any manga USA is blocking the negative feedback, as you can see here, which is normal for a lot of cons that are, that are shy as fuck, you know?
1: Can't stand up to even the smallest bit of criticism.
0: I know. R- remember, we have criticized a couple of conventions here. And we've gotten some flack and for it. They told us to fuck off. Yeah, we've gotten some flack for it. One of those conventions is no longer around. The other one is still treading water. I mean, especially since that con had a, a registered sex offender as head of their security department. But thankfully, that's not a problem anymore. That shouldn't have been a problem in the first fucking place. But back to the matter at hand here. Basically, this is like the basically everyone's this is the worst convention ever. And you know, and to be perfectly honest, I don't blame them. I, I really don't, you know? There's absolutely no reason to be out there for three hours. There should have been staffers out there, you know, Telling them not, you know, don't don't do this, you know. You you need not to be out here. This social distancing. I mean this is the perfect age. I mean, I don't know about you, but i pay an extra dollar or two to get my badges sent to me. That way, I wouldn't have to deal with this, you know?
2: Well, also, like, as far as this convention goes, apparently, it wasn't so much... Okay, so, like, obviously, yes, the convention staff itself, the anime convention staff itself, does have an issue. But apparently, it was mostly the issue with the convention center staff which in in that case the convention itself has no control over
0: they it's literally they
2: they they can't break contracts they
0: do but at the same time they don't the prop part of the issue is that the con didn't really speak to what's going on to people in the convention center or they didn't pay enough money or this or that some of this could have been dealt with i'm sorry shutting like, like it says here shutting off the air conditioner no
2: Okay, yeah, shutting off the air conditioner, having too many people in the right. artist alley table wise, not enforcing social distancing mm-hmm. or badges or vaccines, that's all on the convention. Honestly, I still think we shouldn't be have I know that they're mm-hmm. businesses, like you guys yep. know. I always tell you they're businesses. So they don't really give a, a rat's tushy about sorry, I had to look at my clock and make sure I could curse. Um Yeah, <laughs> you
0: really yeah, you're, back, past, you're past
2: it you're past that. And on top of that, they need to make the money that they're losing out on. Mm-hmm. I do not think, personally, that we should be hosting conventions. They are a luxury item. Yes, they are a luxury. I, they should. I, be I, I, and I couldn't agree more. Such. Sorry. And I here's gonna, prime again.
0: example of artist alley tables stapled together. I mean I I, I I am kinda happy that conventions are coming back. But if but if but if the general but consensus like
1: this. Yeah, not but like if this. the
0: general consensus was, yeah, we can't have any cons right now, I'm okay with that. That's more money just put in my pocket. And now with now in New York City they're mandating, you know, you gotta have your vaccination card or the apps, some people are like, Well, I don't wanna go to Comic Con or NYC. Well then don't go. You are part of the problem. Simple as that.
2: And I get it. Like, I, I understand that, like, we all want that happy, same, wharf, same. wow, warm, safe place mm-hmm. <laughs> that we all have, like, these these memories of. And we want these places where we can gather with our friends and see friends we haven't seen in years and stuff like that. There's conventions in my area that are happening this weekend. But at the same time, it just, like, the way it was run... The way that the convention center handled it, and the fact that the way that things look in that convention center, like I, I had a reaction to it. I had a physical reaction of discomfort,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, to just the video and pictures. That's what the uh, face I was making uh, at the beginning. And of on the top, show,
0: and on top of that, that, that you I.
2: Watching up, all- <laughs> and, and, and on
0: top of that, there is more. Come to find out that the con chair is a transphobe. Oh.
2: Wonder. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was the. That and was the also. Issue, I was going to here... transphobe and racism. Yep.
0: And misogynistic. And, and again. And has anti-mask rhetoric. Okay. See, this is not no, no.
1: So so many red flags.
0: Yeah. I'm like no, no. And and, and just so you know, they're planning anime manga USA conventions in Texas and Atlanta, Georgia for next year.
1: Oh, they want to pl- go to a place that's even hotter.
0: Yeah, in the summertime. Hmm. All right. Y- 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 enough about that. Let's get let's get into some po- into some positivity around here. Um Marco Chan, can you tell us about some about some convention updates? Uh
3: Sure. Sweet. Give me... Two seconds. Mm -hmm. Because things are not sinking.
0: Don't you just
1: hate that? They're floating her ass all over the place. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, that's fun. Okay. Alright, so... In convention news, uh, it does look like a couple of conventions have announced that they will definitely be doing physical events. Uh, The first one up is Comiket 99. Uh, It's scheduled for December 30th and 31st. It is fully set to return to Tokyo Big Sight once the Olympics are over. Um, They announced that they have penciled in the long-postponed um, will be completely returning to Tokyo Big Sight. Uh, the committee said that they held that set at, the committee said they held that with a vaccine becoming more widely available and other Dojin events from May onwards being held without issue. Uh, though this was before the Delta strain that mm-hmm. Kamiket can go ahead in December. This will be the first Kamiket since December of 2019 with all the others being canceled or postponed due to the regulations. Um, it's also going to return as a full convention where uh, once it, once the Olympics uh, had started to be, uh, I guess, worked on, they did have to cut down sizing a bit. Um, in the report on the comic website, the committee noted that the event may still find limitations and may still be postponed again in the case of COVID going out of control. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tokyo is currently reporting record cases, with Japan as a whole reporting record cases as well. So at this point, there's really no telling whether or not uh, it will actually be completed in person. Um, One can only hope that Japan gets its act together. Uh, The other big convention that was announced Anime Expo announced this past Wednesday that the event will return as an in-person convention at the Los Angeles Convention Center on July 1st through 4th of 2022. Uh, The Society for the Promotion of Japanese Animation hosted the Anime Expo Lite 2021 virtual event in place of an in-person Anime Expo this year. Uh, That was held on July 3rd and 4th, Half, you know, they only did a, a 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. kind mm-hmm. of day with that, though. Um, the tickets were only five dollars, and the proceeds went to uh the Hate is a Virus Community Action Fund. Um, the Anime Expo Light 2021 marked the 30th anniversary of the Anime Expo convention. Um, So, there's a very good chance that the 2022 event in-person will play some part of doing some sort of big anniversary, um, having to deal with that, um, but nothing has been announced. So, I mean, yay for in-person conventions, but at the same time, things are getting bad again, so there really is no telling... What will be going on? Um, I know that, like, my job, we were doing uh, Bagel Fridays, and when COVID started, they got rid of that. Um, Well, two weeks ago, they're like, hey, the numbers are down. We can start having, you know, larger groups in the kitchen to have bagels, and we'll be fine. Well, now the numbers are back up, and two weeks later, we just got the announcement today that Bagel Fridays are postponed once again. Mm. Not that it matters to me, because I don't work on Fridays in the office. I work from home, so I still wasn't getting those crappy bagels anyway. Oof! Ouch! I, 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 I can't help it. I live really close to a really good bagel place, um, so the bagels that they end up getting for work are a little on the dry side. And the ones that I can get, you know, really, really close to me are the size of your head.
0: So See, the problem is that place doesn't use New York City water. Because when you live (laughs) in the five boroughs, if you say bagel, everybody will argue about the best place for bagels. I live three blocks. I live three blocks away from three bagel shops and a Dunkin' Donuts. So
1: how bad are the arguments about pizza in New York?
0: <laughs> Ten
1: times it's worse.
0: Um there has been a mob hit over pizza.
2: Oh my gosh.
3: Sounds my right. my my old boss, she moved down to Florida. Um she lived in New York and commuted into Jersey every day. Um when the doctors would buy the office pizza, she refused to eat it because it was not New York pizza. Well, so even didn't... free pizza, she would not eat because it was
0: not New York pizza. I will say this. The one time when I went th- when I went to South Carolina on vacation, the pizza there, it's not as good as New York City pizza because nothing will ever beat New York City pizza. But it came close and it was it was good. And I appreciated that. So.
2: I was going to say, getting back to you about your bagel, uh, your bagel Fridays, like, really? Is that what they're trying to do to get people getting back in the office? No, thank you.
0: (laughs) You know what? You can keep keep the bagels. Show me the money.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
3: they, they have been, I mean, as much of a pain in the ass it is that they have been really good to us, um, you know, because of everything that was going on. But at the same time, uh, you know, Bagel Fridays is not the important thing that they need to be thinking about during this time.
2: I And I get it. Like, it sucks in an office situation, especially for any of our lovely listeners who are front frontline workers or essential workers or have to be going into the office because of your jobs and stuff. We understand that, like, mm-hmm. morale, like, Bagel Friday will continue until morale improves kind of thing. At this
1: point, they'll just start pelting you with the bagels.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But why, why not pizza on a
0: bagel? Oh my gosh. Anyway. And, yeah. and, and and Washi Otaku says, why not pizza in a bagel? And as we all look yeah. at Mako chan.
1: <laughs>
3: I I resemble that remark. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah,
2: I, I I'm I'm you know, it's going to be one of those things I think that's going to take a little getting used to and people wanting to, to raise team morale, but having to figure out new ways to do it.
0: And as Bob Coffee says, I shouldn't even be thinking about pizza right now since I'm recovering from surgery. Get well, bro. Get well, bro. All right. Um. right. Let's see. Yeah, I updated the outline because I forgot to assign shit. I'm sorry. But um It happens. Yeah. So now we're gonna talk about Katakawa's president apologizing about a comment about censoring manga. Oh, you had a gallbladder buddy buddy there, uh Mako Chan. Oh yeah, yeah.
3: That that was that was a fun emergency
0: hospital trip. <laughs> did did we call you while we were str- while we were doing the show to check on you?
1: I don't think so. You were probably too whacked out on painkillers to notice or remember. Um, um probably.
3: No, I, I think I was home by that yeah. Tuesday. So you might have called me when I
0: yeah, got home. That's what I meant when you were at home.
3: Yeah. Um, it was it was a very weird time because I actually went into the hospital on a Friday. Um, they kept me there and did the surgery early Monday, and I went home on Tuesday. And it was the weekend of Super Bowl. And I was the only one on my floor watching the game because I like to watch for the commercials. So every five minutes, I had the nurses and the doctors coming into my room to watch the game (laughs) with me. Because I was the only one watching the game. At least you weren't lonely. Definitely not. (laughs) Definitely not. But yes, um, they did have to... Uh, go in Um, they were able to do it laparoscopically Um, and yes Bob Coffey I see that they had to do yours old school and I'm so sorry um, because that means that it's gonna be a little bit longer for recovery
0: which sucks Mm. well at least it was a a fillet him like a fish and not a tauntaun wah 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 Anywho, we're going to talk about the, this this president, uh, President at Katakawa. He apologizes and he take a pay cut for his comments about censoring manga. So basically, Takeshi Natsuno, Natsuno took over as president and CEO of the company uh, back in late June, but he was not he's not even on the job like three months and he's in trouble for for a comment that he said. So, on July 21st, Natsuno took part in a conversation on, on Abema TV about whether photos of gravure Idols, which is basically bikini models, were appropriate in manga magazines targeting boys and men. His comments, however, focused on the prevalence of extreme sexual content in manga and how he thought publishing standards needed to be reevaluated in this digital age. He referenced the fact that many manga wouldn't pass the standards at Google or Apple. So, right after he said that, authors, creators, and internet users immediately slammed Natsuno for his remarks. A representative for the Japanese video sharing web platform NikoNiko, which is owned by Katakawa subsidiary Twango, assured the public that there would be no plans to censor content on their platform. They also followed up with a news release on the 27th, stating that while Natsuno's remarks were made in an individual capacity, they were inappropriate in the light of his position within the company and do not reflect any courses, future courses of action. Natsuno is now deeply reflecting and will take a 20% cut in pay for the next three months.
1: Well, at least he was upfront with admitting his mistakes. Yep. You and don't tend to see that a whole lot in the West.
0: No, 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 no! In the West, you do when you when you fuck up. Yeah, everybody sees it. Whether you legitimate
1: only after you know a a, de- a prolonged period of denying it.
0: Yeah, and whether it's a legitimate apology or a paper apology, people will see it. You know, and Natsono also actual- also apologized on Twitter for making viewers of the program that he was on uncomfortable by using terms like aho and "kusa," which is kind of understandable but regardless of his public apology though many internet users remain unconvinced that Natsuno's remarks don't represent his true intentions and are calling for him to resign perhaps he should take a cue from a takoyaki from a takoyaki stand owner if he truly wants to win back the trust of his people
1: Wait. So he's gonna be at the Olympics, you know, cooking and serving takoyaki.
0: No, this is something that's in reference to an article we talked about a couple of months back. You know, about the guy yeah. he sha- He found a hair in his takoyaki and he shaved it all up And and he apologized by making him fr- making the owner the guy client fresh takoyaki and delivered it to him. You know.
1: Oh, that. Oh right. yeah. yeah, and
0: then it didn't happen to be his hair that was in there anyway. Exactly. Yep. Oops. But I understand where the fans are coming from because he is at the top of the pecking of, of of the pecking chart. So you know, they think that's what he's trying to do. Let's just hope that he's not, because if he does, it'll probably mess up Cadence's uh, Katakawa's money. And they're like, "Yeah, no, you're fired." And I see the beer. He says it was from a different restaurant altogether. Yeah, it actually was. It was not his hair. It was from a, a different restaurant because the customer got mixed up. Whoops.
1: How do you get mixed up on something like that?
0: Uh, I, I don't know. But Ari, let the fans know what could have been in the opening ceremonies of the Olympics. Which I have yet to sit down and watch because I'm just like, eh. Oh. Oh, boy. Mm.
1: So, the Tokyo Olympics opening ceremony featured popular video game tunes and placards evoking manga. Yet Nintendo and Akira were noticeably absent. According to a proposed document submitted to the IOC in April last year, the original plans for the opening ceremony were significantly more ambitious.
0: Ari, you have five minutes of no cursing.
1: Okay. I'll uh, start the timer on my end. Gotcha. And go. <clears throat> uh, the weekly Bunshun tabloid, which obtained a copy of the two hundred-page, page proposal Proposal document reported in April that the ceremony would have been opened with a scene of Akira's iconic red bike bursting into the venue. So yeah, Akira Slides! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Akira creator Katsuhiro Otomi would have drawn an illustration of the 2020 Neo-Tokyo in the subversion of the apocalyptic events in the manga. Mario and among other pop culture figures were also pan- planned to appear as CG characters. As a CG character and the athletes of each nation are introduced... Other planned appearances included dancers Daichi Miura, who who has performed thinking songs for anime such as Dragon Ball Super and Parasite the Maxim, and Gohara Sugawara. Comedian Naomi Watanabe would have given the ready signal during a callback during a callback to the 1964 Olympics, Mm -hmm. also in Tokyo. Rejection mapping would have been used to depict the city of Tokyo Tokyo with a high-tech flourish. And Oh wow! This goes on way longer. You could just thought. Su- you
0: could just summarize it. You know it's okay.
1: But the basic gist is they would have actually taken the whole okay, let's make fun of ourselves and the, let's make fun of ourselves and all the stereotypes that we t- that we tend to have, like Vancouver and and uh, London did years ago. Mm-hmm. Let's do that.
0: And what's interesting, I, an article popped up last week about about the sue from about Nintendo and. It, Supposedly, because of what was going on with COVID and stuff like that, they decided, no, we're we're not getting in the middle of this. No.
1: But basically, I looked at the title of this article and I'm like, oh, gee, who could have ever pre- predicted that someone would want to see anime and <clears throat> anime and pop pop culture overload stuff in the 2020 Tokyo Olympics? Oh, wait.
0: You know. It would have been great if there was an opening ceremonies anime, or maybe some companies could have gotten together and done like a five episode OVA single shot of, of anime Olympics. I'm like, our favorite anime characters just doing di- different Olympic events and stuff like that. Something like that would have been cool.
1: It would be, be the Japanese Laugh Olympics?
0: Yeah, why not? I think it would be kind of cool, though.
1: But, but, yeah, I, I predicted this eight years ago, and I have not heard from the JOC in that time.
0: Well, maybe next time, maybe the second time it comes around, it could happen. But until... If we, we
1: haven't blown ourselves up by then.
0: You make a valid point, sir. <laughs> there you go. What happened with AKB48? Well...
2: Uh, as we are all going through gestures at everything, mm-hmm. um, AKB48, unfortunately, is canceling concerts and appearances after seven members tested positive for COVID-19. I'll the official it. blog of the idol group announced on Sunday that group members Maho Omori, Narumi Kurano, Nagisa Sakaguchi, Serika Nag. Nagano, Yuka Suzuki, Sorano Uemi, and Remy Tokunaga have all been diagnosed with the new coronavirus disease, COVID-19. Mm. Omori, Kurano, Nagano, and Suzuki each had a fever last Friday and then tested positive for the disease through a PCR test on Saturday. Sakaguchi and Uemi, uh, Uemi sorry, <laughs> also had a fever on Saturday and similarly tested positive on Sunday. Tokunaga had a fever on Sunday and tested positive on the same day. The idol group's management has canceled live concert and events appear- event appearances until next week. That includes Monday's Moriyama Team 4 Teosunaginara performance and Friday's Sky Pearl Idol Fest uh, 2021 Natsu event in- on the B.S. Sky sh- channel and Skyper demand. Uh, Saturdays AKB forty eight fresh concert Natsuwa Yappari AKB forty eight and Sundays Eitkatsu Katsu 8 Nichi, Wa It Ohi 2021 Yokohama Oshare Matsuri event. The announcement also noted that the determining that since determining who were in close contact with the seven members is currently difficult and irresponsible. <laughs> It has asked everyone in the group that were in contact with seven members to isolate at home. Uh, Another member, Kayako Takita, had had tested positive for COVID-19 on July 19th and was hospitalized from July 20th to the 26th. She has since recuperated in self-isolation at home and is resuming activities on Monday. Yeah, that's a big old yikes. That's an AKB yikes. Forty eight. Um Yeah, that's that's not good guys. Uh that's that's real bad. That looks real bad. And especially the fact that you're like uh we're not sure who like was close to the performers, but like you know, like just like best judgment. Can you just like stay at home?
1: Thanks. It was a bit it was at this point that they knew mm. they fucked up.
2: I mean, I guess it's somebody's fetish to die from an illness that they contracted from their favorite idol, but it's not mine.
1: Same. Some, and someone's nervous. kicking enough to pay for it.
2: Yep. Mm.
0: Meanwhile,
2: things that make you say ew.
0: I mean, you you you're not wrong, so things that make you go
1: <laughs> Things that yeah. make you go
0: what the, f-? you know?
2: Not gonna yuck somebody's yum, but you
0: <laughs> I mean, I I don't kink shame, but I I'll I'll just I'll I'll just be over here silently judging you.
1: Ew, <laughs> we have
2: Washu, we have Washu talking jet saying, That's my jam. Ew.
1: <laughs> God damn it, Washu. Oh
2: my gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> Let's move on to something a little less uh, stomach-turning.
0: Yes, uh, um, yes. Let's talk about one of the greatest, one of the greatest series of all time, Ranma One Half*, and and that half-ass series *Inuyasha*. Oh
2: snap! He coming.
0: Hashtag. I said what I said. <laughs> but we're gonna talk about a TikTok, TikTok collab. Tic-tac. Yeah, TikTok. All right. We're talking about Vince now. The <laughs> flavor the orange ones. I like the orange Actually, ones. you know, I don't orange really ones, do tic tacs. So I could, like eat a
1: whole, whole little tin of them and like actually, one I don't shot. really, I really
0: don't do tic tacs. I actually do icebreakers, You know, those are good. Yes, a candy cane flavor one. This was actually really good. So, and I also have. The remaining Cool Mint ones, you know, which I have to finish. I don't do Tic Tacs anymore because I realize I can sit there and kill them all in one shot and not realize it. And that's not good, especially if you pay like a dollar sixty nine for them. Nice, I know. So this TikTok event, which is running till August twenty seventh. Basically celebrates the work of Rumiko Takahashi that offers filters that let you take videos of with her most famous characters like Ron Masao Tomi from Ronma One Half, Inuyasha from Inuyasha, Lum from Yoru Yatsura, Kyoko Ultanashi from Maison Ikkoku, and Nanoka Kiba from Mao. TikTok is looking for videos not only using these collab filters but also fan art, cosplay, and personal memories of Takahashi's work. And if you tag the videos with the hashtag Rumic Festival in the kanji, you will be entered into a prize drawing and five lucky participants will win a Mao Pass case autographed by Takahashi herself, which I think is really cool. To celebrate the event, Sunday Webry is now offering volumes one and two of Mao free to read for a limited time. TikTok has also reached out to fans of baseball manga great Mitsuru Adachi, the man behind the series such as Touch and its sequel Mix Maysay Story, Cross Game, and H2. And fans are invited to use the hashtag Mitsuru Adachi Festival to share baseball related videos as well as fan creations and thoughts on Adachi's work. Five winners from that will be will get a baseball signed by Adachi. TikTok users will be able to use a special filter making use of Adachi's manga art. The Mitsuru Adachi Festival will start start on August 9th, and it will go until September 8th. That's really cool.
1: You probably wish you could be there to participate,
0: huh? Kind of, sort of. Kind of, sort of. You know, I actually miss Altoids. I actually miss them.
1: I ate a whole tin of those once in high school.
0: And I like the, 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 in one shot. In and I, I like the one fact one that shot. when you open them up, it, it's like the, it's like that wrapping paper, and then it all there, and it's like you got to keep the wrapping paper in that way. It helps keep the dust from the mints in, and those yeah. things are strong as hell. I'm just like, and that was the only reason why I always got them because I thought they were the best ones. So.
2: The yeah. This is back to the TikTok conversation the tick freaking a
0: TikTok
2: conversation
1: guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we say
2: it wrong in the first round go around. Did I say it wrong the second go around? <laughs> hmm. uh, oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> no, it's someone that did, like someone saying like like anyone think they can eat all these at once? And they're like like fuck it, I'll try I'm just like um did the whole did the whole tin in one shot? And I was as, uh, like, I was it, in so much pain oh on oh my, my face gosh. as I was chewing them all up. And like the six other guys we were talking about were like, oh, the original cinnamon challenge.
0: Mm-hmm. That's exactly now, what I was really? thinking. And as bonds I'm really
1: certain that if I if I drank drank from the water fountain, I just would have spit out a long stream of fire out of my mouth because. God damn it! That's what it felt like.
0: Fire in the disco. firing a Taco Bell. <laughs> and as boz 006 says, and we're showing our age. Yeah, we've been doing that for the last few weeks, and I don't, I don't think anybody cares here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they either relate or appreciate. You mm-hmm. know, that's all you can do now.
0: Right. And to wrap up our interesting art stories, uh, Ichigo, what's up with the manga boom in France?
2: Yeah, so France has always been a huge market for anime and manga, but they're starting to notice it a lot more now. Um, after an eight-year-old, after 18-year-olds get free money to spend on the arts. Mm. Uh, 75% of purchases through the Culture Pass are books, and two-thirds of that are manga. Manga sales are booming in France. After the government launched a smartphone app in May that gives 300 euros, approximately 350 US dollars, to every 18-year-old to spend on the arts. The New York Times reported that as of July, 75% of all purchases made through the app are books, roughly two-thirds of which were manga, the app called Culture Pass, although the French news media has been referring to it as the Manga Pass. Bookstore owners are delighted with the increased business from teens, noting that they've seen teens show up with a purchase of dozens of volumes of manga at a time. Getting young people who read but are more used to Amazon or big box stores to come to us isn't easy, remarked Natsa. Naza Chiefert, who runs two independent bookstores in Paris. One 18 year old told Le Monde uh, that they bought the entirety of Hirohiko Araki's Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Stone Ocean manga without breaking the bank. Although the program has drawn criticism for not sufficiently encouraging use to invest in the less popular arts, a seller of La Planète de Seine bookstore in Paris which specializes in French comics, bande Disney, and Manga, says that it's a good thing for teens to be reading. Don't be sorry they read manga. You have to remember that before this, young people would stop reading altogether at that age. The culture pass was one of President Emmanuel Macron's campaign promises in a speech to commemorate the apps launch in May. He said that it would be a formidable victory for France when young people stopped rejecting literar- literature and film. Earlier this month, Macron shared an illustration that he received from One Piece creator Ichiro Oda in France. The manga's first volume alone has reportedly sold over 1 million copies as of July, and the series itself represents 8.3 of the French manga market, with over 25 million copies sold since 2013. Macron also recently met with one of the creators of Akira, Fairy Tale, and Dark Souls. Um... I mean, I'm happy to see that the market's going well, and I I don't see it I don't see it faltering anytime soon. Obviously, they are also doing what a lot of American you know cartoons and comics in the 90s did, which is mixing that manga and the you know
1: graphic novel comics on the and stuff like
0: that. So basically, yeah. Al, if you really
1: want to see the manga market boom in Japan, and then not Japan in France. Just wait for them to put out a manga based on Miraculous Ladybug. Yeah. nobody, well, nobody I mean, under eighteen will be will be. Everybody under the age of eighteen have their nose in the book like this.
2: To me, Miraculous Ladybug is kind of like what Cardcaptor was to us in that in that time, mm-hmm. where it was just like super popular because it was just magical and lovely. Um, so I think that yeah, I mean, honestly, it still it already has some of those aspects of anime in the style that it's animated and the way that it's created and the way the characters interact with each other. So. Um, and Code Lyoko, if anybody remembers yes.
1: that. Uh, <laughs> to be fair, Code Lyoko destroyed the uh, the proverbial radar way more than uh, anything else in the past 20 years.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, and so we have some people in the chat saying 350 a semester in high school for the arts, that would boost reading tremendously. Yeah, definitely. And the fact that, like, Graphic novels, while unfortunately they are still shamed, they're a little bit more acceptable as reading. But you wouldn't have seen them on like Reading Rainbow or, you Mm -hmm. know, other shows like that for us back in the day.
0: And from from what you're saying here, basically, One Piece represents 8.3% of the French manga market. There's no accounting for taste.
2: I knew you were gonna say something, Ranma.
0: Yeah. I, I I know that you're a Nami cosplayer, which is why I'm being a little bit more respectful. I know that's that's your series, but you know. Hearts. <laughs>
2: gonna go call him off but you know I'm you can you,
0: you can i mean if you're gonna yeah. call him off, my heart at least give me one that's better than the one that you're taking you know equivalent I- ex- <laughs> equivalent exchange you know
2: well man all right but yeah so i think it's i think it's really interesting though that that is it's taking up so much of the market space because i would want to see what like naruto and d and dbz are taking up as well um, I know that there are. I have a lot of friends. At least when I used to have pen pals and stuff, I noticed that a lot of my European friends tended to be into more of the, like the vintage series. So like that, the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, you know, customer there buying that whole collection. Like that to me is. Oh, <laughs> I'm watching the watching the chat here mm-hmm. at uh, Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session, um, and it, it's just one of those situations where it's really interesting to see a cultural collection of what their choices are as far as brands and media and story types, because we don't know if it's that they specifically like that creator or if it's that the fact that the French or European style market loves stories about pirates or love stories about his like fantasy and all these other things. So it'd be really interesting to see the study on something like that and seeing what kind of like, what kind of media different places like and how certain types of manga are more popular in certain areas. I think that'd be really cool to see.
0: Fair enough. And now that we got that out of the way, welcome to the part of the show that y'all really stick around for. Meanwhile in Japan.
1: Can I take the last one?
0: Sure.
2: I want the second one.
0: I'm surprised you didn't go for the first one.
2: Eh, I feel like I've covered those kind of stories fair, before. I fair. Feel like, Yeah. I feel like somebody else can take on the fashion this time. I know I'm very Madonna. Very I bold, know. I, but... I think
0: at this point it's kind of like pandering and I totally get it. So I, <laughs> I, I'll take the third one. Okay. So then
3: I get the first one. Hey, kicking things off. So, um, this was actually, I know that we had discussed this back when, um, they had actually announced this during the whole, um, yay, Japan is getting the Olympics thing. Um, but in 2017, the Japanese international outreach organization, Imagine One World started the Kimono Project. This was with the aim of creating a unique kimono pattern for every country on earth. The designs would be developed in cooperation with that country's embassy and embody influences from and references to their unique cultures, histories, and natural and architectural beauty. Well, um, it is now complete. And four years later, the goal, uh, has produced 206 gorgeous kimono, and these are absolutely beautiful.
0: Wow. Yes, they are.
3: Since the beginning of the project, the organization had hoped for them to be incorporated into the opening ceremony of the Tokyo Olympics. But as with many plans related to the games, that didn't pan out. Uh, Still, with the international sporting event underway and a feeling of global community, um, they did start to share the designs online. Um, so, if uh, you want to take a look at the link that Ichigo posted, um, it's, it's basically they posted um, all of them on this website. So, you can see all of the different designs. Um, they are absolutely gorgeous. Some of them are... Very, very artistic. Some of them are a little, you know, out there. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them are just, you know, they, they're just the colors of the flag representation. Some of them get really detailed with the florals and things like that. But all of them are absolutely gorgeous. And I, I look at suggest- it, some
1: of them. Look at some of them. Now the one for Bahrain is literally just the flag. Mm hmm also they're also going by uh you know japanese names so don't be surprised if they appear out of order do you
3: yeah but i mean they a lot of these they put a lot of thought into um not just with the design itself but the layout of everything Um, So it is, it's, some of them are absolutely gorgeous. Some of them are very simplistic, but you know, that's, that's the country for you as well. Um, So I really suggest taking a look at all of these and um, seeing just going back to the arts. um, Kimono is a dying culture in Japan. So doing something like this and bringing it into a worldwide View um, is actually really cool, and uh, hopefully it will boost the uh, appeal. The yeah, the appeal and um, the just the use of kimono and the whole culture around it.
2: My favorite is the one for the Netherlands because I we've actually I've been there and I've gotten to see all the tulip. They they have a tulip festival where they have Mm. big floats like just covered in flowers and it it, I love that dynamic of the mixture of like European buildings and the kimono style I think that that's really neat.
0: It is really nice. Yeah, I actually
3: um I actually kind of like the one for Vatican City because it actually looks like um a stylistic dome mm-hmm. from the nice. inside I so it's that, it's yep. actually really pretty how it's put together um, so I actually really like that one and Uzbekistan is very colorful and very flowy looking like even the flowers are very flowy looking
2: I like the Micronesian one as well, which is just basically rainbow <laughs> and skyscape and flowers. It's gorgeous. But yeah, if you haven't had a chance to check out any of these designs yet, I definitely ten out of ten. They're very very pretty. I,
0: I'm really digging the, uh, the Guam kimono because it it just it, it just calls me because of the dark because it's dark blue, you know, because y'all you know I like dark earth tones, and this to me is something simple and straightforward, and I and I like that. But um,
1: yeah, but... some of these aren't loading for me for whatever reason.
0: No. No.
3: Yeah, I can't get the second page to actually.
1: Oh, the, the Italy one looks amazing. It's like the canals. Like, yeah, it's showing up the canals of Venice. That is
2: nice. But, but yeah, uh, are there any others we'd like to highlight?
0: I can't think of any others to highlight currently.
2: I No, I just Kenyan... think everybody needs to go and look yep. them all up. Yeah, you definitely need to go and look at the... I like the Kenyan one too because I like all the animals on it
0: mm.
2: and the gradation of colors.
0: All right. Um, before I get into the next story, uh, Mako-chan. Yes. I don't know if you've noticed, but it, it looks like Peridot is raging against Salt and Pepper. <laughs>
1: She just rages in general. True.
0: But I'm just saying the placing and the positioning of the of the shakers, it's like she's just raging on them.
2: Peridot is a jealous
0: mineral.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Peridot is my birthstone, by the way. Peridot is the August birthstone for the first part of August. So
0: Fair enough. Or for
2: August, I guess, the month. But anyway, um, yes, rage against the machine. <laughs> All
0: right, So uh, in this story... It seems that a Saitama man repeatedly steals food from a store by making his phone say "PayPay," and "PayPay" is basically the sound effect that the app uses that the app makes when you're making a purchase. So that's kind of ingenious.
2: Yeah, it definitely is.
0: So, yeah, basically, like I said, you know, PayPay is basically the Largest uh, electronic payment service in Japan. It has arrived in the scene early. I thought this was the one that Ichigo was oh, doing. Oh, sorry, sorry. It's okay. Sorry, take it, take it's it, take it, right. take it. Go, 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 let go, go. I him roll with it no, and I was no. gonna take the take, third one. No, it's okay. take it, take it. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I didn't realize I'm sorry.
2: No, it's okay. You were just rolling with You were feeling yourself. So I was no. just like, okay, Go, take wrong, it. I've stopped.
0: I've stopped. It's all yours. <laughs>
2: It's all right. Um. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so Saitama Man basically uh, was caught. Uh. And and crime doesn't pay. Pay.
1: Mm. Oh.
2: Um. Let me fix my glasses, cause my megane ass. All right. So, of the many new electronic payment services that have emerged in Japan in the last few years, PayPay is probably the largest. Having arrived on the scene early with aggressive discount campaigns and somehow evaded trademark trademark complaints from PayPal, they scooped up a very large market share and can now be used to pay for goods and services at most businesses around the country. However, with such wide usage comes the threat of misuse as recently happened in an incredible bold fraud attempt in Misato City, Saitama Prefecture. Restaurant owner Takuya Takahashi was arrested on suspicion of tricking a discount store into thinking he paid for over 8,200 8, yen worth or 75 U.S. dollars worth of food over several visits in August of last year. When using PayPay, the customer first scans the store's QR code with their smartphone app and then enters the amount of money and taps the payment button. This completes the purchase, which is confirmed with a little voice saying "PayPay." Pay. The video, there's a video in the article for you guys, and it demonstrates what it, how it functions. Uh, when Takahashi was at the checkout, rather than tapping payment, he instead made his phone play a recording of the PayPay pay chime. I just, this is so ridiculously clever, but also naughty. (laughs)
1: Uh, It's ingenious, but he was aiming a little too low, I think.
2: Yeah, and after some time, the store began to notice that they were coming up short only at the end of days that Takahashi, Takashi, sorry, had visited. Oh, they have misspelled his name in this uh, article. This is not
0: the first time they have misspelled people's (laughs) names.
2: Yeah, I was like, why is it? Takahashi, And then they call him Takashi, the rest of the article. Anyway, upon this realization, they reported it to the police, and an investigation was launched, which resulted in his arrest. While in custody, Takashi reported, uh, reportedly admitted to the crime, saying that he was dealing with money problems. As wrong as it is, it was hard to deny the cleverness and audacity, the dang audacity, that goes into pulling it off. Readers of the news, too, while largely condemning the act, had to give hey, credit what credit is due.
1: Is that the sound effect it makes?
0: Yes, that is the sound effects that it makes.
2: <laughs> That's pretty clever. It never would have occurred to me to do that. I'm rather impressed with the idea. If he hadn't kept doing it at the same place, he might have gotten away with it. Didn't they notice no receipt came out? And smart, but wrong. If the comments are anything to go by... It would seem that there are many ways Takashi's scheme should have been discovered, such as a lack of a receipt. Possibly because he was a restaurant owner himself, he may have been able to use his own experience to figure out a way to smooth talk the clerk or circumvent the payment routine to his advantage. Most likely he tried this scheme at a few places before finding one with just the right blind spots for it to succeed, which is why he kept going back there. These types of payment systems are still relatively new to Japan, so it would seem that some of these businesses need more time to get accustomed to them, and it could be argued that automatic tellers are the solution. But even with those, unethical shoppers in Japan have proven themselves to be quite resourceful. Um, yeah, I I know that there's mm-hmm. a lot of systems in Japan that you either pay before you go or you, you basically pay digitally through a computer service or something or an app um, or like
1: you get the uh like most like autumn you know self-checkout places you can you can ask to not get a receipt which is that probably would have thrown people off yeah and unless you're at
0: cvs yeah Yeah. that's what happened (laughs) if you ever if you ever need a blanket And as Bond006 says, well, it also means he has coding skills or programming. Possibly. But remember, let, let, let's be real here. When you're paying for something on your phone, the cashier is not looking at your phone, seeing what's on there. They're just making sure that you're no. doing the pay. So somehow, he must just have just like the voice sound effect to do that. And But the funny thing is, if that's the case, How does he bypass everything else? Because once the payment goes through, the register will acknowledge and you go, you know?
2: No. Okay. So what I think happened, Mm -hmm. because that's the way, to me, what it sounds like is he went and he did notice when the shopkeep may have been busy or distracted. Mm -hmm. And then he played the chime on his phone and then just didn't pay and didn't get a receipt or whatever. Yeah. So I am I'm anticipating that he basically did what some people do, which is pulled up a YouTube video of the Chime mm-hmm. and just played it on his phone whenever he went through the cash register. And it's I, I don't know why my brain thinks of it this way, but I think that literally he's just done the bare minimum, and it's not anything super clever. It's just smart but wrong.
0: Yes. And as and, and another suggestion for, like, Pre-purchase and stuff like that. Amazon Go stores are kind of like that because
2: exactly you exactly. you have
0: you have you have the app and you da- you you use the app to go into the store. You go in, you pick up what you want, and then you you, you walk out, and, and it basically knows what you picked up and what you walked out with, and it automatically debits your Amazon account. So, and
2: that's all with weights. And Mm -hmm. lots and lots of video cameras, which that's another reason I think it's pretty, it is audacious to do this in Japan because they tend to have a lot more cameras in private businesses than we do in the States. Mm -hmm. And they tend to be much more like, like the fact that they noticed that they were only short on the days that he came by, like you wouldn't be able to figure that out any other way.
0: Took them some time, but they figured well, it out.
1: They're... Well, that and the uh, that and some poor clerk making minimal wage isn't going to be arsed enough to, you know, stop a petty thief like this. Hmm. And like, True. Like hey, hey, thank you for coming. See you later. i look up from the phone.
0: And let's move from online payment services to gold medals and I know people were really excited about skateboarding being in in the Olympics and people surprised that the United States got a bronze in skateboarding but the thing is that is what happens when you send sober skateboarders to compete but anywho <laughs> but anywho it seems that in Japan, A junior high school student and street skateboarder by the name of Momiji Nishia puts herself in the record books as the youngest Japanese athlete to win a gold medal. And she is 13 years old. That is absolutely awesome. She's currently in her second year of junior high school, which is 8th grade Remember in Japan, middle school is grades 7, 8, and 9, and high school is 10, 11, and 12. Mm. But... Even though she'll have to wait until August 30th to celebrate her 14th birthday, she's celebrating right now because of this gold medal. Uh, On Monday afternoon, the Osaka native hopped on her board at Tokyo's Ariake Urban Sports Park to compete in the 2021 Olympics Street Skateboarding Finals, and her historic performance has made her the first female gold medalist ever for the event. And that is really cool. The Japanese women's team came close to sweeping the event, out of the eight competitors who advanced to the finals, three were Japanese, Nishia, 16-year-old Funa Nakayama, and 19-year-old Aori Nishimura. Nakayama, who was ranked first after qualifying, ended up securing the bronze medal, while Brazil's Reisa Leo, who also 13, won silver. And I believe there was talk about her, because... There was a video of a girl on a skateboard wearing a fairy costume, now that are competing in the Olympics, thanks to Tony Hawk, who kind of put the video out there. But what's interesting is that this wasn't the she's first time on an international stage. She competed in the 2019 Summer X Games, while still in elementary school, where she won the silver medal. This is definitely the biggest accomplishment of her young career, though she's not planning on it being her last. I want to become a skater so famous that there's no one in the world who doesn't know who I am, she said following the event. Well, I think Tony Hawk should reach out to her and show her the way, you know?
1: Until she gets to the point where, like, oh, wow, or or Tony Hawk right now is like, oh, wow, you actually look like Tony Hawk, dude. And Tony Hawk just goes, like, yeah, how about that? <laughs> like it doesn't like it doesn't uh, connect with some people.
0: And netizens were quite excited about this. Comments like, can't wait to see what she does in the future. The combined age of all three medalists is 42. That's incredible. I have never seen a sport like this where even competitors cheer for each other when they pull off a trick. Some people think of skateboarders as delinquents, but you can't say that after seeing Nishia's smile. Nishia's win comes one day after Yuto Horigome grabbed gold in Japan in men's street skateboarding, and fans now, no doubt, have high expectations for Team Japan in the separate uh, park skateboarding competition coming up later in the games. Though Nishia won't be competing in that event, Kokona Hiraki, who's only 12, will be giving Japan's young athletes another chance to grow their skateboarding legend. And after this, we better get a Season 2 of Skate the Infinity. Mm Mm-hmm. You probably will. Yeah, it, that is a great skating anime. It's so awesome. Yes, Bob Coffee. If they let our stoner skaters compete, America would dominate. And Shikari Richardson will be winning the gold as well. And moving on, uh, Ari, you said you're taking the last one? Mm-hmm. Go for it.
1: So uh, Super Sentai indoors is one of Japan's most beloved kids franchises with dozens of series spanning time and space, and new ones coming out every year. And it now has its official Super Sentai-themed restaurant. <clears throat> it's located in Ikebu- Ikebukuro neighborhood of Tokyo and being operated in collaboration with Pasela Resorts, the high-end karaoke and restaurant chain known for its tasty food. Inside, you step back through, time of Super- through the history of Super Sentai reviewing all the generations of Super Sentai teams through the years. You might also remember some of the meals they ate on the show, and you can eat things like, uh, like you eat some of the, mo- the most beloved food right in house. A lot of it has to do with curry, so we get a daily rotation of curry meals based on ones eaten by the
0: uh, ran- by
1: the Rangers in the show.
0: Curry, I There's love a- curry. Huh? I love curry.
1: There's Q-Ranger's favorite large curry, which is a uh, the-, the OG Yellow Ranger. T-Ranger, you know, from Go-Ranger itself. Mm-hmm. Uh Spada's popular in space curry, uh, beloved by uh, Yellow Ranger of Q-Ranger, and a Dino Curry, original curry, non-style, based on curry served at a curry shop in Abba Ranger. Uh, Safari Special Curry, based on curry ate, eaten by Captain Marvelous of the Go-Kygers. Shinkenger Gold Curry, based on Gold Ranger Curry. Cold Ranger's Curry in a sushi shop in Shinkenger. <clears throat> and only one will be served for day, for day depending on the day, so if you want to try multiple visits this will be in order. That's how they get you! Mm. And use ch- chock full of other delicious items served daily, like salads, niku meals, fried chicken, noodles, rice dishes, and a children's menu, and desserts. <clears throat> uh, Super Santa Racer offers, uh, also serves a whole host of delicious fork looking series inspired drinks as well like the ice cream floats that are in all the colors of the rangers each with its own flavor they come as a special straw maker with the emblem of a ranger troop so you can pick your favorite ranger from your favorite series and have a cold one of sorts in their honor and <clears throat> dining at the super sentai restaurant you need two free exclusive goods one of 45 original placemats featuring the Rangers of each series, or one of 46 aluminum emblem magnets featuring the emblems of the different ranger groups throughout history. You'll get one of each chosen at random. So it just opened on July 22nd on the 4-4 of the Paseo, the Paseo Resort in Ikebukuro. It's the same floor as a common rider restaurant, common rider of diner, so if you're a Tokusats fan, you're going to want to t- make a trip out of here soon.
0: I would actually go ask Captain Marvelous, you know, eat, eating it. I would.
1: Yeah, and uh, if you want, like, you want for the carries... If you want to look for carries that are as hot as death, you have to look for ones themed after uh, Dragon Ranger, Timefire, and uh, Abrekira. Fair enough. Because they, they all die during the, their
0: series. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what, if I eat those, those will kill me anyway, so... Alright, I-, I think it's time to wrap it up and get the heck up on out of here because we went way later than normal, and we normally don't do that, so...
1: Yeah, we got way off track at points.
0: Yeah, I-, I, yeah. But it's all fun, though, that's all that matters. So if you like the show, tell a friend, they in turn will tell another friend, and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, we're independent podcasters, we do this for the fun of it. So if you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at session.com. Again, that is podcast at session.com. And Ichigo found the se- secret trigger. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> nice. And don't forget to check out our website at animejamsession.com where we post our weekly podcasts. You'll also find... Um, Cosplayer interviews, cosplay tips and tricks, uh, links to our YouTube videos for convention coverage, links to our Facebook page of cosplay and convention coverage, anime reviews, uh, convention reports, and a lot more, all at AnimeJamSession.com. And don't forget, you can take the show with you. Whatever podcasting app that you have, just do a search for Anime Jam Session, over 500 episodes going back nearly 10 years. So definitely check them out, and we really appreciate that. And what's cool is these apps like Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and so forth. You can leave little reviews. If you have a few minutes, go for it. We'd appreciate that. And don't forget to follow us on our social media pages. YouTube.com slash Anime Jam Session. Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. And Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. Yeah, I think that the trigger for is socials. <laughs> Nope, it's not. It. I'll, have to, I'll have to look it up real quick. Um, Custom commands. Uh, come on. Uh, social. There you go. That's what it is. Social. Okay, that's what it was. Yes. <laughs> I
2: knew I'd get there. <laughs>
0: And don't don't forget, you know, we appreciate all the bits, the cheering and everything. There are links below to our Streamlabs, our Ko-Fi, and auto-hosting. Every little bit, we appreciate all of that. So now we'll go around the room. Last words, Ari.
1: Can't wait to get to bed. I'm going to, you know, wrap this up so it doesn't bleed out all over my sheets. Fair enough. And since I'm on vacation, I might you contemplate taking a schlep down the shore this week like sometime this week gotcha. a
0: last words mako-chan i am looking forward to going to bed last words ichigo
2: i am gonna get sewing good night y'all
0: my last words more tokyo revengers and ice cream well that is it end of list we'll be back next week with a brand new episode great articles and more shenanigans so yeah i'm Ronma. i'm ari i'm mako-chan
2: and i'm ichigo Gun.
0: great fight great night see you next week
1: good night everybody
0: good night. Say, say good night mako-chan good night mako-chan perfect say good night ichigo
2: Good night,
0: Ichigo. Perfect. That's it. We're getting out of here. We'll see you all next week.